Morning, morning, morning. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio. And like always, we're going to go ahead and start off in decency and order with a scripture and a prayer. Today we're coming out of Luke 10 and 27. And it said, he answered, love the Lord with all, Lord, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind. And love your neighbor as you love yourself. That was one of the greatest commandments that Jesus came and left with us because that was something that can help you grow to the next level. That's something that can help you get past anything that's been blocking you. God wants you to get past a lot of that that junk. What is that junk? Grudges, unforgiveness, anger. Because it doesn't lead you nowhere. It doesn't help you nowhere. Amen. Dev Father, thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank you for all the things that you're doing for us right now. God, continue to bless us. Continue to be with us. Touch everybody that's listening this morning, God. Be with them, Lord. Guide them, Lord. Show them the way. God, bless this radio station, Lord, that we'll be able to reach the masses, be able to touch somebody that hasn't been touched so that they can be able to know more about you so they can say, what can I do to be saved? God, let something be said today that will touch somebody and inspire somebody to do better. And we said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Oh, feedback. That wake you up this morning. Amen. Early in the morning. <laughs> Amen. Um, <clears throat> this is Pastor Jane, like always, I have something to say. You can find me at AnointedJalon on Instagram and Twitter. You can um, follow, see me at Pastor Jalon on Facebook. And go download Jesus to Make Me Happy on all digital platforms. This is Pastor Jay. Amen. This is Dr. Marvinetta Clay, and it's good to be here. And you can find me on all the social medias as well. Um, Marvinetta Clay, Clay M, all those great old things. Um, on, on your, what is that, IG, Twitter, which I don't deal with Twitter much, but I read it, and uh, Facebook and all that stuff. And then go to my uh, website, Dr. Marvinetta Clay, and that's where you'll find the single Worship Forever. And uh, follow me there, like, love, share, and, um, you know, leave some comments. God bless. Hey, this is Chris Johnston. Um, you can find me at St. Chris J on IG and Facebook. And then you can check out my website at sinkersj.com. Um, and then you can go check out Chasing After You. Chasing. You can go check out Chasing After You. Um, it's on all the digital media outlets as well as on my website. You can download uh, the original version and the acoustic version on there. So go check me out and write a message or something. <laughs> write a message. <laughs> That's funny. And then we have Mr. Scott Porter in the building. Um, we'll be in, uh, interviewing him at 7.30. But it's announcement time, y'all. Oh, Jesus. Praise him. Amen. Are we going to do the announcements regularly? No. No? Okay. Don't be changing up nothing. I'm just saying. Amen. 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 This is Reverend Freddie Jackson. And these are your church announcements. We have 
Anton Dotson Pearson's event coming up. It's Parsons, son. Parsons. Pearson. No, Parsons. Oh, Parsons. Yeah, that. Parsons. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yes, uh, we have his event coming up uh, December 12th at 8 p.m. at The Space, and it's called The Cabaret. Don't know what The Cabaret is. Yeah, you got a meaning of it. Oh, oh yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh -huh. um, uh, it, it would be the cab is on the way to you take go. you to, to the, the space. To oh, the space. So that you can see the great cavalry of hosted by Anton Dotson. Oh my God. Possum. Possum, that boy. Yes, sir. That boy. Then on tonight, yes. everybody say tonight. 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 We have the choir stand, Vegas edition, presented by the Friends of Gospel. Um, it will be held at the Church of the Lord Jesus at yes, 6 o'clock p.m. Uh, 1260 Bartlett Avenue, Las Vegas. It's right up there from up the street from the God's house. Yeah, church, right, right down the street, right uh, down the street. Right uh, by God's right house, there. yes. Bartlett, that word. And then, um, and then um, coming up on um, Thanksgiving morning, mm -hmm. Reconciliation Apostolic Ministries, and the Wealthy Place Church of God in Christ All right. will be having their Thanksgiving service at 9.30 a.m. Mm. So before you eat your turkey and your uh, macaroni and cheese and stuff, uh, go get you a good worship. Yeah. Praise and worship and song and hymnals. Yeah, go get, get, get your stomach ready. Yeah. Go you get sing your a lot of hymnals at that yeah. church. I, I like the hymnals. <laughs> yeah. I believe that's all the, the announcements. I think so. I'm not sure. And I, and so then, please and govern yourselves accordingly. Again, our sponsor is the Raiders. And future gonna be the Smiths. Smiths. Yeah. Uh -huh. Hands raised to Smiths. to Smiths to know. Point that your hands that way. Yeah. Yes. Towards Smiths. And um congratulations to 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 the Dr. Mavinetta and uh that, that boy Chris Johnson. They they gonna be singing with Mariah Kerr. My God. Amen. Christmas holidays. And and praise God that next week the Anointed Radio gonna be playing Christmas song. Amen. Oh Amen. Playing that Kurt Franklin Christmas. All them Christmas songs. All them. And that concludes. So please govern yourselves accordingly. All the above. Amen. 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 That's church announcements. <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and go into the mix. And if you heard an event that you are close to or the address was close or even if you free that time go out and check the church that we've mentioned or the ministry that we mentioned because there's a lot of great things happening in the valley and support goes a long way amen you know or you know or then people get mad at each other, and then they start blaming. But that's a whole different story. No, we don't want that. Let's move on. That's a whole other thing. Come on. Amen. So Just go support. Go support. Amen. And I'm going to play some Walter Hawkins this morning. Which one? Thank you, Lord. And we're going to play What Is This. Oh, okay. Oh, that's that's good. That's my jam. So we're going to go and jam. We'll see you guys at 730. See you in a minute. Keep 
Makes me do right when I would do wrong. 
everybody sing? Yes, the world, you are
I know we're not supposed to sing this tonight, but I keep hearing this. And after all that I've been through, I've got a story to tell you. He wouldn't let the devil consume me. Because God knew he could use me. And God is no respecter of persons. What he's done for me, he'll do the same for you. God is no respecter of persons. What he's done for me, Cause he's giving you the same grace. God has given you the same grace. God's given you the same grace. I'm talking about that Daniel grace. Hey, same grace. Put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder. Tell him, God is What he's done for me, he'll do the same for you. God is no respecter So some of you would understand that even though you are in the fire, the same grace that he gave Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is the same grace that God has given you. What is that, Bishop? What is that grace, Bishop? You're going to be in the fire, but when you come out, you won't smell like smoke. You're going to be in the fiery furnace, but when you come out, you won't look like what you've been through. God's given you the same.
ain't supposed to be singing it tonight, but I felt like somebody needed to hear it tonight. William Murphy with Sam Grace, who is nominated for a Grammy, a stellar. Awesome. His album, Settle Here, has been nominated for a lot of awards. That's wonderful. Including awards, before we go into the interview, because I have to always insert this, Anointed Radio Network is nominated for a stellar awards. Yes. Consideration nomination. So weird to me saying that. We're considered for a nomination. We ain't even got the nomination yet, but we are considered, which is a great honor. If you don't know what the Stellars are, the Stellars is like the Grammys, the Oscars in the Christian world. So, with that being said, make sure you go to thestellarawards.com Go to the radio, uh, radio presenters or radio um, segment portion click on it go to the internet um, the internet best internet radio and we are the first one because we start with the a <laughs> anointed radio network go ahead and click and radio, vote for us amen a I heard myself twice that means that means you should go out there and make sure that you go vote <laughs> for anointed radio Radio. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Got a parrot up in here somewhere. <laughs> I don't know where he at. He's your double. He's my double guy <laughs> out there. But amen, we're going to go ahead and start into interview. Everybody, let's welcome Mr. Scott Porter, y'all. Hey. We have amen. him in the building. And Mr. Scott, we want to first start with a Pastor Jay famous icebreaker question. You ready? I'm ready. All right. As a child, who was your favorite superhero? Spider-Man. And why? Because he could crawl up walls and was very resilient and had great energy and did all the good things for the right reasons. Wow. Okay. Like that. Broke it down. Barney style. Spider senses. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Scott, where is your hometown and where do you... Reside now, uh, Ithaca, New York, which is upstate, uh, up there in the Finger Lakes region. It's my hometown, and uh, now I live in Las Vegas. Okay, awesome. So, um, I've been I looked in your bio, and I have to let all the listeners know about this. Okay, <laughs> so you've done fifty marathons, eighteen full triathlons. You've played open level, uh, played open level tennis, snowboard, and still participate in all these activities at 60. Yeah, I'm actually 65 now. Wow. wow. <laughs> You're That's somebody awesome. superhero. I just want yes. you to come back. I want to be like you when I grow up. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just about. a guy. Just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, can you tell um, our listeners a little bit about? Um, about what your profession is and what you specialize in? I am a trainer. Um, not like the run-of-the-mill type trainers that are out there. Um, I train world-class and professional athletes as well as uh, everyday normal people, housewives and little kids and teenagers and 
my goal for them is to develop them in a format that encompasses nutrition, flexibility, cardio, muscle balance, kinematics, plyometrics, proprioception, and psychology, which prepares them to go on to the next level and be successful. Amen. Wow. So who's some of the clients that you've worked with? Well, I'm not at liberty to discuss my famous professional athletes because they all have rights and you have to pay them lots of money if you're going to use their names. Right. Uh, locally here from Vegas, um, for many years, uh, I've been here for about 25 years, from back in the day, people like Moses Scurry, uh, Gerald Patio, George Ackles, Matt Opick, people that played at UNLV, uh, Ben Carter played at UNLV, uh, Shabazz Muhammad, people know him, his sister Asia Muhammad, um, just a small sampling of some of the athletes from Vegas that I've worked with. So. You've worked with a, a, a mass of different players. You're not just a, a football or baseball. You've played. You've you've trained. Yeah. Everybody from the masses. Yeah, track and field, lacrosse, volleyball, tennis, golf, baseball, football, basketball, triathletes, marathoners. You know. Yeah. Okay. So, what's some things that you try to implement into your programs when you're training, you know, a young person or athlete? Well, it's basically you want to create the format for good habits. And in order to do that, you have to, what I consider the eight essential aspects of developing the system. And that involves nutrition, flexibility, cardio, muscle balance, kinematics, plyometrics, proprioception, and psychology. Each one of those aspects is critically important, but not any one of them is more or less important than any of the others. They have to work together in order to accomplish that goal. It's like looking at a car. You have all these different parts. You have tires, you have air pressure, you have engine oil, you have coolant, you have transmission fluid, you got a transmission, you got a battery, you've got seats, you've got all these different parts of a car, and it works great as long as everything works together. But if you take one of those elements away, you're going to have some difficulties with your vehicle. Right. So if you take away gas, mm. the car's not going to go anywhere. Right. If you take air pressure out of one tire, you still have three other tires, but it's not going to work right. It's not going to handle the way you need it to. So sooner or later, you're going to have a problem. The body works the same way in that it needs proper nutrition. What that is is designed individually for each person because not every person needs to eat the same foods. Mm -hmm. You can't do that. And then you have to look at flexibility. Do you have proper range of motion? Do you have a lack of flexibility, which causes tension, which means blood flow can't get to where you need it, which will lead to breakdown. Then all of your muscles in your body have a proportional relationship with those that surround it. In order for that to work together, they need to be balanced. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of aspects that take into account to developing a young athlete and even that high-level athlete that wants to sustain or maintain that career. Deep. You, wow. bro you broke down like every piece of the science of that. Yeah. So, um, what made you want to get into this field? Um, I was a, a world-class athlete back in the day, a professional athlete, and it just kind of fit into the format of how I was raised and understanding that if you do the right things, you get the right results. Okay. And you played you played um, a lot of sports yourself. Mm -hmm. So what was your favorite sport out of all those sports that you've played? Uh, I don't have a favorite, you know, because I do everything <laughs> mm -hmm. from 
you know, triathlons, marathons, I ride horses, I do cycling, I do boxing, martial arts, I do swimming, you know, I play golf, I play volleyball, I play all, every sport there is. Wow. You know, wow. I, I just, I'm just one of those guys that I like to do a lot of stuff. You know, I don't drink, I don't go out, so I have free time that I don't spend going out and doing those sort of things, so. So are you saying that the, the, the fountain of youth of staying young is playing sports? I think it's just making good choices on a daily basis on understanding what you're doing, why you're doing it, and how it's going to affect you. Mm -hmm. And that applies to everything. If you're eating something that you know you shouldn't eat, there's going to be consequences for that. It's going to pay the price you are, whether it's physically or physiologically. It can create aches and pains. I mean, there's any number of things out there. Um, and so it comes down to choices on how you care for yourself every day. Do you stretch every day? Do you increase blood flow every day? Do you do the care and maintenance that your body needs? Are you addressing these issues? You know, so as you age, there is wear and tear. Mm -hmm. But you can minimize the consequences for that wear and tear as long as you do the maintenance and care that you should in order to compensate for that. And that takes into account Again, back to nutrition, flexibility, cardio, and doing all those things that allow your body to work the way that it should. And so you can look around on a daily basis and see people that are less than half your age that are in worse shape than you are. Mm -hmm. And you can also look at people that are half your age again older and they're in better shape than you are. And they don't have the aches and pains. And it's not just random that that happens. There's cause and effect. So if you're doing all the right things, you don't have the negative cause and effect. So it just comes down to choices of the what, the why, and the how. Okay. So a lot of athletes, especially here in Vegas, mm -hmm. get injured. Mm -hmm. Not just here in Vegas, it's nationwide. I know, but I've seen <laughs> some, I don't understand injuries in coaching here. I'm like, how did that happen? Can you kind of talk about recovery? Well, you have to look at first why the injury happened in the first place, and that affects the path that you take for recovery. If it's a trauma injury where someone fell on your leg and wrecked your knee, that's a whole different issue than if you just jumped in the air and landed and your knee blow out. Mm -hmm. So you have to look at what the cause was. So if you have a solid foundation and your body's balanced structurally and physically before the injury, you have to look at what created the injury. Was it a kinematic issue? Was it a functional issue? Was it a trauma issue? What happened there? Because just because that injury, if your body wasn't proper prior to the injury, you have to address that before you can complete a fully functional rehabilitation program. Gotcha. So you have to look at, there's more to it than if this, then that. There's so many mitigating factors. And if you have someone that's overweight and out of shape and deconditioned, and they, let's take the ACL, they tear their anterior cruciate ligament in their knee. And you take a world-class athlete who tears his ACL. The world-class athlete is going to recover and be more proficient and back on the field or the court much sooner than the other person because their body was physically prepared and can handle the recovery a lot more efficiently. Mm -hmm. So you have the other person who's overweight, deconditioned, doesn't care. You have to address nutrition with them. You have to address blood flow to that area. You have to address range of motion. You have to get their muscles balanced properly, which is a whole different building program. So there's too many mitigating factors to make it a simple 
if this then that mm -hmm. type of response. Gotcha. So with, let's say, when you're, when you're training someone, mm -hmm. how do you choose a determined factor of what route you're going to go with the athlete? So let's say um, you got a baseball player compared to a football player. Mm -hmm. How do you mediate, okay, I'm going to do this with this player, I'm going to do this with this player? Well, first you have to determine what's their position in baseball and what's their position in football. You can't train an offensive lineman like you would a running back right. or a wide receiver, and you can't train a catcher like you would a shortstop or an outfielder. You know, you can, but you want to be more specific with how you're going to approach this athlete, considering that like a baseball catcher has to spend most of his time in a squatted position. It puts a lot of strain on the knees, a lot of strain on the lower back, the torso, things like that, as opposed to an outfielder who's basically upright the entire game and runs around and tries to catch fly balls. You know, the same thing applies to a football player. If he's an offensive lineman, you need mass and you need size. If you're a running back or a wide receiver, running back, you need protection for your joints, so you need to create some mass around those exposed joints, which would be your knees and hips and shoulders. If they're a wide receiver, they need to be quicker, they need to be more lean, you know, they need to take the ability to take hits, but that comes down to flexibility and muscle balance too. So there's, there's a lot of mitigating factors. It's never as simple as just a, a yes or no answer to those type of questions. Gotcha. It's very in-depth. Okay. And then you have the genetic type of what you're dealing with. You, know, you can't take a kid who comes to you and he says, I want to play offensive lineman and his max height is going to be 5'8". Nah, chances of him becoming an offensive lineman at a high level is already minimal. Mm -hmm. Just because there's no way. You, can, you need size. Without size, you can't do it. It's like having a kid come to you that wants to play basketball and he goes, I want to play center. Mm -hmm. well, you're going to be 5'9 at the top of your height, so uh, playing center not going to happen. Right. That's yeah. Well, what about an individual that is not an athlete? Um, someone is just a common person and, and maybe um, someone in a past 50, I don't know, you know, the golden age, as people say. <laughs> and, um, um, and just say that they just want to turn um, a leaf over in their life and they're ready to actually just get their body and their mindset and um, get on a healthier life. Um, knowing that all these years they've been just battling with yo-yo diets and ups and downs, gaining weight, losing weight, all those things and health issues and say that they just really want to just have a focus on really just changing leaf and doing something. But how would you deal with someone like that? It's a simple process in that you have to address this individual and what I do with an individual comes to me in that format is their first week, all they're going to do is write down everything they eat and drink. Mm -hmm. I'm going to find out what they've been eating, what they've been drinking, how they've been caring for themselves, what are their activities, what are your aches and pains, what are your issues, and what do you want from this? Mm -hmm. You know, Do you want to run the 10K? Do you want to train for a marathon? Do you just want to eliminate aches and pains? You know, What's the purpose? Why are you wanting this? If you want a longer life, it's very easy, but then you have to look at their habits. What, what do you normally eat? Mm -hmm. People eat in patterns like their family eats. Whatever your parents were fed growing up is basically what you were fed growing up. And it goes on for generations. That may or may not be correct. There's a lot of families, especially here in Vegas, that uh, 
they have no idea what a fresh vegetable is. <laughs> they, they just don't know. Wow. You know, and so you have to look at from a nutritional standpoint where are you getting your vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. Mm -hmm. You can't just have one source. You need to have a variety of sources because that's what your body needs to survive. And so understanding that is the first step. And then you look at where do you have pockets of tension in your body. If you have pockets of tension, you have impeded blood flow. And so if you have impeded blood flow, your nutrition, all those thing, good things that you're putting in aren't getting to where it needs to go anyway. Mm -hmm. Then you look at how they move, which is a kinematic analysis. Do you expose your body to breakdown and wear and tear through walking, through running, whatever activities you participate in? All those aspects combine together to create that end result. So if you have aches or pains, you cause them, we have to figure out what you did to cause them and what we can do to compensate and mitigate their effect and put you in a position where you don't have those anymore and we can correct the situation. Awesome. I love that. Okay. So I have a question about with injury, knowing um, there's a lot of people that are trying to fix something because of injury. You know, they were playing. i give example, all right, myself. I was a football player, and um, I, between football and military, I have a bad back now and bad neck. And what would you suggest for somebody that has an injury that's been for so long to try to go for the recovery to try to get the best that they can because that kind of limits from, you know, how long I could run, how long, mm -hmm. you know, I could do a lot of things. Okay. This, this is one that's going to leave a mark, I think. But first, you're overweight. Oh, no, okay. So being overweight, you have compression on those joints that you just described. Gotcha. So as a result of that, structurally, you're not stable. Mm. As a result of that instability, you're offering up exposure to muscles and issues that your body has to compensate to make it so you can do the things that you ask your body to do each day. So as a result, those pockets of tension are sustained over a long period of time, which means all those muscles that are fighting every day, which is why at the end of your day you're tired, mm -hmm. even though you weren't out digging ditches and chopping wood all day, you're physically exhausted because mm -hmm. you have that tension. That tension is bleeding your energy all day long. Mm -hmm. So as a result, when you go to rest, you're not really resting. So when you wake up in the morning, you don't wake up and bounce out of bed and go, let's get going. You wake out of bed and you go, ugh. Hmm. And you're tired even though you just slept. You wake up and you're still tired. That's not good. That's where you should have a flag up and go, oh, danger, pay attention. You're not supposed to wake up tired. Right. But you do, but you've bought into that it's okay to wake up tired. And what did you say when you came in this morning? I need coffee because yep. I'm so tired. So you have an artificial catalyst that's going to crank up your energy level, which is going to deny fat conversion, burn any available fuel that you did have, and then your energy level throughout the day is going to go peak, crash, peak, crash, peak, crash. So that's what's going on. Wow. Amen. We, we, need, to, we need to see him. Right. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, seriously. He just broke Because I'm down. listening to him, and I'm like, wow. I'm hearing all this stuff that, you know, we all got something. Hey, I like how I, I use myself as a scapegoat. Yeah, I'm glad you did. Thank <laughs> I know, you. Because I know y'all was going to. I use mine in, in inadvertently. <laughs> <laughs> but, that's, but, that's, but that's something that's needed. And I think you said something that was very powerful is changing the way that you eat 
is important because a lot of times we are just used to what we were in, in, introduced to, mm -hmm. you know. And some people are stuck in their ways where they're like, well, my granddaddy mm -hmm. ate bacon for 20, 20 years mm -hmm. and, and, and my, my great-granddaddy did this. And they're like, but they all died of like heart attack, diabetes, kidney failure and all that. And if you saw that there was a family history of because what they ate mm -hmm. turned to this, mm -hmm. Why, why we're not waking up? Because it's a big thing that you said, wake up. Mm -hmm. Because that's something that a lot of people just do. They fall into that same trap of eating the same way and then falling into the same diseases that a lot of the families get. Mm -hmm. Well, it's why you have to understand that diet is one aspect, but there's seven other aspects. And diet is one of them, but understanding what you're eating, why you're eating it, and how it's going to affect you, it's never covered. That's why diets don't work. Everybody knows all the diets. Right. You know, you got the protein diet, you got the low carb diet, you got the no fat diet, you got the South mm -hmm. Beach diet, you got Atkins, you got all these different things, which all have their place provided that you're also addressing range of motion. Because I don't care what good nutrition you're putting in your body, if you have pockets of tension, that nutrition isn't getting to where it needs to go. Mm -hmm. So you have to look at that, you have to look at the pre individual structurally. Are they posturally correct? Like if you look around at how everybody's sitting in here, I'm the only one that's sitting straight up in here. Mm. And I'm not using the back of my chair. Gotcha. But my core is stable, my body is balanced, my muscles are appropriately balanced. So me sitting like this is easy versus someone who sits like this and then they raise up, they're like, oh, this is hard work. This should feel easy and sitting like this should be, oh, don't sit like that. Mm -hmm. It bleeds energy. So you have to look at all the different aspects to understand how to really care for this. And so getting back to the diet, diets are okay, but there's no way that you can eat just food and get all the vitamins, minerals, amino acids, enzymes, carbohydrates, proteins, and fats that your body needs. Because our food in the world is nutritionally it's depleted, mm -hmm. down to 20% solution. So if you have to have three to five servings of some aspect each day, you have to multiply that by five times. Mm. Why? Wow. Because the solution is 20%. So you're not getting all things you need. So if you're using your body to work at a higher level, which athletes do, you need to supplement. And then the choice comes down to what supplements do you need? There's good ones and bad ones, just like anything out there. Right. Like earlier we were talking about protein. There's good protein products and there's bad protein products. Mm -hmm. Most of them out there are heat processed, so the protein molecule has been stripped down. It's not appropriate. You want to get the product that's cold processed. Where do you find that information? You have to do your research. Yeah. And those are the little things that make a big difference in the long term. A good example is one-a-day vitamins. If you eat them and you looked at your discharge afterwards, the pill came out the same way you put it in. Mm. Your body can't break it down. Wow. So you have to look at what is the source for the nutritional supplementation that you're taking. Is it bioavailable? Your body can absorb monomolecular particles. These ones that are mass produced are not monomolecular. Mm -hmm. So I mean, these are the physiological roles, not my roles, just how the body works. Right. Wow. Love it. <laughs> wow. So Scott, where can everybody find you? So where's your, <laughs> where's your office? Um, and your, the name of your your uh, your practice is? Yeah, right now I am in the process of putting a new location together. Okay. So right now the only way to reach me is through my phone number, 
which is 702-203-9653, 702-203-9653. That's the best way to reach me. And then what I would do at this point is I'll go to you and give you whatever instruction that you need or you're interested in, have a discussion, and, and come to an agreement that way. Wow. Well, there you have it. And y'all better look him up or call him, as he said, because I'm going to call him. Because Amen. I need some time. I'm that 50-year-old woman. So, oh, yeah. so now you I, I ain't got no problem saying it, you know, because, <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, it, look, I'm just saying, he, he has said some, some real um, honest information that, um, you know, a lot of us really need to know mm -hmm. because we're not taking care of ourselves at all. There's a lot of things that he just mentioned. There's quite a few things that out of that that group of things that he mentioned, we're missing. Right. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We're missing. And so he said, like he mentioned about the car, if you don't have one element of that car, that car cannot run fun functional. Well, it cannot be functional. And you can't be functional if you're missing one of those elements that he stated. Right. And so I, I am, yeah. Because uh, I want to live a long time, long time. And, Amen. and, and, and I, I want to say, say this too. If you, if you didn't know now, now you know he knows what he's talking about. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, if you have a child that is training, this is a person that you should reach out to. And I'm, I'm serious about it because he knows what he's talking about. He's not going to hurt your child because there's a lot of trainers out there that will tear up Ooh, a child yes. and then won't get to that next level because yes. he's injured yes. or he's he's strained himself. He's, he's breaking down the system mm -hmm. so that this child can have a good healthy career in being an athlete. Well, the thing with looking at a child as an athlete is that first, parents aren't, they're looking through rose-colored glasses, so to speak, at their child. They want the best for their child. They think their child is the best, whatever. And that's great. Family support is necessary in all those aspects. At the end of the day, there's athletes that are Division One athletes, there's athletes that are Division Two athletes, and Division Three athletes. And universities, at all those three levels offer scholarships for your kids. Now, I raised a daughter. I know how expensive college is and not you know, not every family can afford, you know, twenty five, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a year for college. Right. So how do you supplement that? The simplest way is to take your child, if they're an athlete, have them work on their academics, make sure they're up to speed, but also give them that athletic opportunity to get a scholarship and help pay and supplement their college education. Right. You know, so they have a good experience along the way. The key is to keep them healthy to that environment, but also understanding that there's a process to build this athlete, and you can take an athlete that is borderline Division One, Division Two, and turn them into a Division One athlete. And, you know, every kid that I've trained here in Vegas, doesn't matter what sport it is, has gone to college on scholarship. Mm. Wow, that should awesome. say something. You know? yeah. And so, and it doesn't matter what sport it is. Right. Because I do skill development in certain sports, but on the other hand, there's really good coaches out there that can do their skill development. I develop the body. Mm -hmm. And I prepare this child intellectually, emotionally, and psychologically so that they're prepared to go through the process. Because it does take a level of commitment. It does take a level of sacrifice not only from the athlete, but also from the family. Mm -hmm. And so when you combine those factors together, you can get that child 
to that next level and give them a greater opportunity for success. And building the self-confidence of a young athlete is phenomenal and necessary for them to get to not only that next level, but be successful in life down the road. Wow. Well, I thank you for coming on the show today. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate I, I really, it. I really appreciate the information. Yeah. I'm going to be talking to you, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that, you said some very key things, and I've already, just kind of like confirmation, because, mm -hmm. you know, it was funny. I posted my military picture, and people said, I didn't know that was you. So when you said <laughs> I was overweight, I was like, I know. I know, okay? <laughs> Do something, he said. Uh, now, now it's just the initiative of, of that feedback. Now go out there and do something. Right. So, yes. Um, but we thank you here at Anointed Radio for coming on Most to the show. Definitely. You gave some key factors of information that a lot of people needed to hear. And uh, we definitely are here to definitely promote. So, Oh, thank you so much. Definitely let us know what you're doing. If you're having any type of like workshop or anything like that, let us know so we can let the, the masses know. Will do. And um, yeah, we just thank you. And when he gets his, his location. Yes. Yeah, yeah, make sure you share that with us so we can make sure that people know. Absolutely, right. I will. Thank you so much. Amen. So it's about that time. And I got to... There you go. Cletus! Okay. But you had fire. <laughs> had to find him. He was he was drinking coffee. Like, like Scott was talking about. <laughs> Gotta get that energy rolling. Right. Stop waking up out of bed and still be tired. <laughs> that, that part. I would love to have that day. <laughs> Amen. So with that being said, with that being said. Amen. Um, Come on. Be true to yourself. Amen. And re realize the things that you have to work on. Mm -hmm. If you want to live long, you got to take care of and do the stuff that you don't want to do. There's a lot of things that you don't want to do that is very beneficial to you. Mm -hmm. So I just want to leave that. That's really it. Amen. Well, I'm going to say I heard three words that were said today, intellectually, emotionally, and psych psychologically. And those are some three powerful words that we all have to take retrospect of. Um, your intellect, your emotions, and the psychological part of you. And what he said mostly was making good choices. Those good choices will follow us for the rest of our days, especially with our bodies. We already know that there's a lot of things that's out there that is affecting us that we put in our bodies, whether it be the water that you drink, the food that you intake, or just making some choices that you know wasn't good for yourself. So I'm gonna say from this day forth, as you get this great information, and I'm telling you, please link up with our gentleman that was here today. Um, get some more information about yourself so that you can get yourself together and your body together. You only got one body. Right. That's it. And if you don't take care of it, guess what? It's gonna eventually break down. So I'm just I'm just admonishing that to you and make sure that you go ahead and take a step forward and you know stop just doing the okie dokie stop doing what your family and culture have already been doing but do something different for yourself set some new standards amen amen
Oh, that's all? That's all you got, Chris? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll see you guys on Wednesday.